So, didn't catch the show on Friday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate's show. Two, two, three, three, four. Oh, hello, podcasters. Good to have you here. Or both of them. Mm, and this is the final Winter Drive show. The finale. And look, right at the end of this podcast, in it's the way we ended the show today. It's where we ended the last two weeks of Drive. We got, we got a show rating from everyone, all the members of the team. Yeah. Um, excluding Digital Bryce, who we fired after one week. Yeah, RIP. Well, he was just not good enough. Ah, and he wouldn't He's stop showing enough. us his penis. I know. Well, I mean, that was by request, but I mean. <laughs> but in that, you would have heard, um, or if you, I mean, you wouldn't have heard it yet, unless you heard the radio show and then you just listened to the podcast. Yeah, it'd be weird if you skipped all the way to the end and then came back and to back, the start. Yeah. But uh, hey, it is possible. It's hey, a podcast. It's a podcast. You do whatever you want. But uh, I do award the MVP to... Uh, Audio bones. Yeah. But, Nath, round of applause. I'd actually like to award the MVP now that all our teams go off. Yeah. To you. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. Let's look at the end of the day, Australia. Uh, none of this would happen without Nath. Nath came up with the McCafe moments on the map tour. He comes up with all the ideas. So, while Audio Bones was integral, and really, I'll give him one B of MVPs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The one B of MVPs. one B of MVPs. MVPs. There's lots of letters. Um, nothing happens without you. There's nothing that could happen. Right. Nat from Funny Games, she was great. She can't organise things if you don't come up with it. No, you're so right. So I, and I know you won't suck yourself off. <laughs> I've tried, mate. I've still got that rib, though. It's just oh, Marilyn a... Manson's here. <laughs> did, you, did you hear Marilyn Manson removed one? Like, Honestly, it was my favourite thing to talk about at school. Every school that rumour went through. I think through. I might have used it as a pickup line once. Sorry? Yeah, do you want to hear how I did it? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. You hear Marilyn... Let me put my feet up. <laughs> no, it's a short one. Oh, gee, big heavy. Big Hev, are they new shoes? <laughs> did you fart at the same yeah, time? Brooks here. EP Brooks. EP Did you hear that? Look, I'm trying to do a little, trying to see if I can sniff You it love yet. a fart and a burp I, too. I love a fart and a burp. She's <laughs> I also love a queef, but you know. <laughs> Uh, I, I also realised Audio Bones going to beep all this out and edit it. No, I'm just like, he wasn't the real MVP. <laughs> I know, he's going to be. I gave you one B it. of MVP. Yeah, that's a, that's a big, that's a, like a big achievement. Anyway, I used it as a pickup line. It's about him. Now for fun again, it's just cleaning up outside. Now, she's right, ready to go and get on the wines. Can you hear this? Can she hear it? Can you hear it? No, she can't. No, she no, can't. Right, mate, she can't. She's just ready to go. You're ready to just go out on the wines, aren't you? You want us to hurry the f- Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, she wants us to go to dinner. We need to get changed. We're going down the... these grass suits again. No, they stink. They stink. They stink. Um, do you want to hear the pickup line? How oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So the pickup. Let me put my feet up. Yeah, put your feet up. There we go. Well, this is not our studio. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did I think that one was real too? <laughs> Bruce, I'm loving it. Uh, so, so do you want to hear the pickup line? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Brad, put, put, your, put your feet up. Don't break the desk. Sorry, guys. I'm just... I'm, right, I've no, got tell, me up. tell me the big one. Um, all right. So what I used to do is because, of course, that rumour went through the... Was it rumour or was it school, true? No, it wasn't yeah, true. So Every Marilyn Manson... Did, Bruiser, would that go through your school? Marilyn Manson got his bottom rib taken out so he could suck his own dick? You hear that? I Did thought you? he cut his own dick off. <laughs> I mean, that would be a much. Well, your school's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's a case of whispers gone wrong, really, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and so what? I... <laughs> it's not. It's not good. It's not your pickup line. Yeah. How yeah, old yeah. were you? I would have been twelve, thirteen. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. So I would no. I would say. Um, well, did you hear Marilyn Manson had to get his rib taken out to um, to suck his own dick? Yeah. Worth it. Yeah. And she'd be like, she'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. And then I would say, I didn't. <laughs> Wait, oh. are you, are you, but are you applying you didn't suck your own dick or you didn't get your rib well, removed? Well, then, then there was a physical bit to it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this is a bit, <laughs> oh, you'll have to describe oh. this. So, so <laughs> you're, like, you're 12. I didn't. And then I'd point. <laughs> <laughs> Indicating that oh, I still need. Someone to do it for me. See, I thought you meant you tried it and it didn't work still. No, as in like I... Well, because it was a pick-up line. So essentially I was asking, can you... But did it work? No, God, no. Because <laughs> 13. I think someone else told it to me and they're like, <laughs> use this. My old man was like, this is our... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Let me put my feet up. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, in all seriousness, kill the music. Enough mucking around. Mm. Uh, Nathan and I are away for five weeks. Uh, <laughs> so the beers are currently being open. <laughs> Holidays. Yeah, we are on holidays, so we're off for five weeks. So you will, uh, we will return um, at some point doing something. Uh, but enjoy this. Uh, scroll backwards. Enjoy the drive shows, the other shows with Abby. Uh, enjoy Born Funny. Yeah, Born Funny. Too. Uh, there'll be a there'll be actually be an episode after this. Yeah, um, with Christian, Christian Hull. Hull. So enjoy it, or don't, or don't. Doesn't matter to us. But as no, it does. It producer does. Bruiser always says. Oh my God, is... <laughs> what when was I... that noise? I think she was trying to do a queef. Were you trying to queef? <laughs> Look, I tried to do oh. a real one. <laughs> Put your feet up. Okay, her feet are up. Okay, three, no, no. two, one. Oh, there you go. Audio bones. Edit all of it out. Edit everything. <laughs> Just go, did you miss the show on Friday? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. The Jimmy and Nath podcast. It's only the good stuff. Uh, Jim, earlier in... Sorry, just quickly. Yeah. Can I get a massive round of applause for all the staff that have come to watch yeah, today? Yeah, well done. Uh, we hey, you know what, love, turn, hold the, the team. So we can hear them. Producers, what? Boss Sonder, hold it down. Sorry, I actually thought you were going to say thanks to me for all my work. <laughs> Can't hear you, mate. Everyone's cheering. <laughs> What about a thanks to the hard-working team yeah, that's, that's helped the, make that's Winter the end Drive of the, happen? That's the end of the show, mate. Okay, I'll hang around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, earlier in the week, the Jimmy and A show exploded onto the scene with one of the greatest giveaways on Australian radio. Uh, I'd ra- I-, I had raided the unattended trolleys of the hotel that we were staying in to gift Australia with limited edition soaps for Jimmy and A's super slick, slippery soap surprise. This is what happened a little bit earlier in the week. Soap me up, baby! Give me a note, just give me that soap, but I ain't gonna drop it. Lather and soap me up. Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate! Yes! Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate! Oh, that's my boy! Soap me up, boys! Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate! Yeah! Hi, Jimmy and Nate. Soap me up. I want some soap cream. My toes, I want some smelly, frothy, slippery soap me up, boys. Well, you're gonna have to call another show, Vanessa. <laughs> Yeah, the phones went off their rocker. Of course, hundreds calling through uh, to get a piece of the little soapy surprise, Jim. People reached out on Instagram. We addressed this yesterday on the show because people couldn't believe that they'd missed out on the free hotel soaps. Uh, so yesterday on the show, you and I, well, we had this conversation. Between now and tomorrow's show, yeah. you have to steal some more soaps. Reason I should get some more soaps and do it's another the, soap it's giveaway. The, it's the biggest thing that happened so yeah. far in two weeks. Fair enough. It's the last show, also, mate. Also, I don't know if I appreciate people you? going around me to you so, just to get back to me. Well, um, they know. They yeah. know how to get to Nath. Well, I did call it the slippery giveaway, so, and they're being very slippery. All right, maybe I should get some more I soaps. I think you need to steal some between now and tomorrow and do it again on the show. Okay. Anyway. anyway. Jim, one thing we did. I love how you didn't stop me there when I said nah. So <laughs> well, I had, to, I had bigger fish to fry. It was soap ex- related. You've got to accept your name. There there I is, love it. There is one thing we do on this show, Jim, and it's keep our promises. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen of Australia, let me present to you this. Oh, yeah. What are these boys up to? It's Jimmy and Nate's Super Slick. Slippery Soap Surprise. Part two, part two. Here we soap again. Australia, welcome to Jimmy and A's Super Slick Slippery Soap Surprise Part 2. If you want to score yourself one here of these... Here we soap again. Uh, here we soap again. If you want to score yourself one of these limited edition hotel soaps, you can't get them anywhere else. Maybe you can, but you can't get them anywhere else on radio, except for right now, 13, 10, 16. All we need you to do is say those magic six words. Soap me up, Jimmy and Ace. I counted it before. Yeah, it's definitely six words. Uh, and look, I'm flush. Look at all the soaps that I have. I've got so many soaps. You want some soaps? Oh, you yeah. take the soaps. Here's a soap. <laughs> I've got so many soaps. You threw one behind me, one at the Take mic. another soap. Yeah, I got one. I've got all these soaps. I have, how many have I got? I think I've got over 30 soaps to give away. Yeah, which... well, this time the whole team got involved. Yes. So myself, um, or you, Nath. Mm. Um, EP, old bruiser, uh, Natalie from the Fun and Games Department. We all uh, went back to our hotel rooms. I mean, we've been on the rough two weeks. So mm. We've been we've been acquiring these soaps, and look, the phone lines are full. Yeah, these because it's the biggest prize on Australian radio. We had Taylor Swift tickets. We've still got some Post Malone tickets, but no, what people really want. It's a bar of soap. It's a bar of soap, and it's limited edition hotel soap because it's Jimmy and, and they're signed. 
They are so, they, they are signed, signed by Jimmy and Ace. Jimmy and Ace, Super Slick Slippery Soap Surprise Part 2. Here we soap again. Soper Winfrey is back, ladies and gentlemen of Australia. You want to score yourself a soap, it's very simple. You jump on the phone. Yeah, people right can't now. even get on. The, the lines are blocked. Oh, right? no, honestly, you've got, you've got soap and oh, then you've wait. got pink tickets and then you've got Post Malone in that order. Don't worry about Pink in Paris. Worry about Soap and Jimmy and Ace. Don't, yeah, don't worry about Pink in Paris. Worry about white on your body in the shower. Because they're white soaps. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, like, we didn't have time I, to cut with yeah. the promotional no. Uh, <laughs> I thought mine was pretty good, but yeah, no, you white on the. Yeah, hey, I'm yeah. Sober Winfrey, mate. Uh, Thirteen ten sixty Australia. Jump on the phones right now. It is over to you. The Jimmy and Nath podcast. It's only the good stuff. Oh yeah, what are these boys up to? It's Jimmy and Nath's super slick, slippery soap surprise. Part two, part two. Here we soap again. That's right, Sopra Winfrey is back, Jim, once again. I've collected some soaps from the hotels we've been staying at for our McAfee moments on the map tour. For Jimmy and A, Super Slick Slippery Soap Surprise Part 2. Here we soap again. Uh, i got many messages of people who missed out um, earlier in the week, but don't worry, we're doing it again, and all I need is those magic words. Uh, of course, soap me up. Jimmy and Nath. So uh, you can see the soaps on the Instagram at Jimmy and Nath. Um, on the Instagram story, I just need to quickly apologise to you, Nath, because I have uploaded a zoomed-in photo of you holding the soaps. Yes. See your feet. Oh, you can see my fat Prince Charles fingers again. <laughs> it's not... I don't want the I fingers... Say, I didn't say it. No, nah, but, but that people are going to now message... Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be about the soap anymore. <laughs> can Nath give away the chipolatas? <laughs> When are you guys giving away that meat tray? Is no. that a steak attached to those chipolatas? Ribeye. No, here's the thing. It wasn't just me that was collecting the hotel soaps this time. This time I, I employed you, uh, co-host, best friend. Uh, I employed uh, executive producer Bruiser, Fun and Games Nat, which is why we have 35 soaps. 35 soaps to give away. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. No. So we're going to get through as many as we can to give away these soaps. Of course, all we need people to say is soap me up, Jimmy Nath. We had a few issues with those key yeah. words before. Yeah, look, that's your, that's your uh, prerequisite. Mine is just a good attitude. So mm. um, This is I, where we differ for yeah. the slippery soap giveaway. <laughs> so one of us just needs to say yes for them to get soaps. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Lee, welcome to the show. How you going, mate? Yeah, anything you want to say to me, Lee? Uh, save me up, big boys. Yes, <laughs> that's not, it's not quite it, Lee. Is that man of no, soap? it's not. I mean, it's not quite it. Soap me up, Jimmy. So I mean, no, we don't have time for you to give feedback every time. Got Thirty-five calls get to you. get through. Hello, Andrew. Welcome. Hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Anything you want to say, Andrew? Uh, soap me up, Jimmy. You know. Yeah, <laughs> that's my boy, Andrew. You're getting a soap. Uh, Bethany, welcome to the show. Hi, Beth. Hi. Beth, anything I can do for you? Soap me up, Jimmy and Nath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those people are saying Nath because we know it's not Nath. Uh, well done, oh, Bethany. You just said it. You heard it. Um, Dave, you better say Nath. What do you want to say to us? Good afternoon, Sir Nath and Jimmy. I'm real dirty. I'm real filthy. I need cleaning. <laughs> okay. okay. Dave, 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 Dave. Nah, he gets a soap. No, it's six weeks. No, we don't soap have time. Soap me up, Jimmy Sir and Nate. Nate. Sir Nate. Sir Nate. Yeah, yeah, I know you call me Sir Nate, Dave. Oh, I don't, it's actually Sir I don't Nath, have time. Anyway, I'm going to be arguing with a lot of people. Yes, don't Dave, argue, you're going you to get your on. soap. Uh, Jason, welcome to the show. Hi, Jace. How you going, boys? Or should I say, uh, Sir Soaps a lot? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let that one slide. Okay. I like oh, that there, one. There you Soak me up, Jimmy and Nate. Soak yeah. me up hard. <laughs> you got yourself a side. Get on you, Jace. Uh, hello, Tori. Welcome. Hi. Tori, are you after some exclusive limited edition Jimmy and Nate hotel soaps? I am. Soap me up, Jimmy and Daddy Nate. Daddy Nate. Daddy Nate. That's different. Yeah, it's also wrong. Uh, so yeah, actually, up. no. No, so for you. <laughs> Tori, I'll give, you, for you. I'll give you one last chance, Tori. Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate. Yeah, no, you said Nate. That's <laughs> it's it's Nath. We've been over this. It's not Nath. Hello, Aaron. Hey. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you want to say to us, Aaron? I'm so me up, Jimmy and Sir Nate. <laughs> Are these, are, these, are these better than Taylor Swift tickets, Aaron? Oh, look, I'm just happy to be included. <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> okay, Aaron, you got yourself a soap. Well done. Hello, Leanne. Hello. Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate. So excited to get involved. Thank you. Oh, man. A few words there. You've got one, Lee. Good on you. Good on you. Hello, Steve-O. Welcome. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. Welcome to Jimmy and A Super Slick Slippery Slope Surprise Part 2. Here we slope again. Anything I can do for you? 
Yeah, mate. Set me up, Jenny and Nate. Mario is here. Uh, you've got one, Steve. Good on you. Uh, Nikki, welcome. Set me up, Jim- Jimmy and Nate. Yeah, you stumbled on don't, Jimmy. But don't I'm... seem super enthusiastic. <laughs> Nikki, do you actually want the soap or are you just getting caught up in the hurrah of it? No, I want the soap. Okay, don't be aggressive. There's no energy. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> she clearly works at the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my soap back, Jimmy and Nate. Hello, Mike. Hey, boys. Yeah, anything I can do for you, Mikey? Yeah, saw me up, Jimmy boy, and Nate, sir, baby. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, you can have soap. Yeah, well you've done. got it. Well done, bro. Claudia, hi. Hello. Claudia, anything we can do for you? Well, I'm needing some um, soap there from Sir Nath and Sir Jenny. Oh, see, you've been knighted too. It feels good, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> well, uh, Claudia there, uh, you got yourself some soap, mate. Yeah, Congratulations. Claudia. Uh, what up, Claudia? Thanking you, guys. Oh, no, that's, that's right, what we're you here for. You come on, you come here, Claudia. Give me soap. Give me soap. I can't believe the people of... We got close to 35. I'll, I'll keep going. Keep going. Hello, Gordo. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. Have you called for soap before, Gordo? Uh, no, I haven't. I've called for something else, but... Yeah, right. Oh, okay. okay. You want some... Anything... Soap me up, Jimmy Daddy and Jimmy Daddy Nate. And Jimmy Daddy Nate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? You got him, Gordo. Uh, Melissa. Hi, Mel. Melissa. Hello. Hello? Yeah, hi. hi. Yeah. How anything you're... Sorry, what'd you say? How are you going? Okay. Good day. Yeah, we're going. All right. We're going all right, Mel. Anything we can do for you? Good. Um, soap us up, Jimmy and Nate. Yeah, us. Is it? Do you want multiple so soaps? My kids are in the car, so we 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 need to keep clean as a family. So we're all using the soap. That's can I good. can I get a jo- are the kids listening right now, Mel? Yes, they are. Can I get a joint soap me up, Jimmy and Nate, from everyone? Okay. All right. Ready, guys? Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate. Oh, that's good. Give him three bars. You get three bars. Um, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Soap me up, Jimmy and Sir Nate. Yeah, you got one. Well I'm going to rip through. Hello, Will. G'day. Uh, I'm in the track with my colleague, TJ. We're, we're absolutely filthy. Can you soap us up, please, Jimmy and Nate? Yeah, uh, you got them. They're all yours, Will. <laughs> Hello, Peter. Soap me up, Jimmy and Nate. Yeah, yes. you got it. Get on your feet. I'm ripping through them now. Alex. Hey, I'm real dirty. Can you set me up, Jimmy and Sir Nate? I can do anything you want, Sir Alex. It's <laughs> yours, Alex. Sharon from Ipswich. Hi, Sir Nate and Daddy Jimmy. I would like to be soaked up. It's my birthday in a couple of days, so I'm planning to be dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a chance. All right, one more. One no, we've got two. There's two left. Okay. There's two left, two and left. that is all the soaps. Okay. Hello, Tiff. No, it's Tiff. Oh. But I would like to be soaked up, Jimmy. Yes, soak me up, please. You got well, it. To be fair, we got her name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's play on. Yeah. All right, we have got one more. Sally from Abbotton Park. I'm going to kill the music. Bring it home strong, Sally. What do you want us to do? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Sally. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, Sally from Logan High. Turn him out. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to say, Sally? Um, give me some soap. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nath podcast. It's only the good stuff. Right now, it's time to play. Toss Malone, toss Malone. So put the toast in and toss Malone, toss Malone. So ring us now and toss Malone, toss Malone. Ooh, toast. Slap some Here we go, guys. Post Malone returns for his biggest Australian concerts, playing shows across the country this November. Pre-sales start Tuesday, the 11th of July. Head to livenation.com.au to register. Right, we know how this works. We've been playing it all week. Two toasts to Jim. You are the Toastmaster. Two bits of bread. The first toast to pop. That corresponding caller, they go to Post Malone. This is huge. Yep, and, uh, and our team here, our work colleagues, have uh, they've split up. Some of them are toast to one. Toast to one, make some noise. Okay, toast to two. Oh, there's a favourite. There's a, a favourite in this a, race. There is a clear I don't know if favorite. that will influence Tom because the first caller does get to pick their toaster. You're so right. Uh, Tom, welcome to the show. You are contestant one for the final instalment of uh, Toast Malone. We got you there, mate. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, Tommy, which toaster would you like? Toaster one or toaster two? Uh, no, toaster one's cheer was pretty good, but toaster two's cheer was very good. So I'm going with toaster two. He wants toaster two. Okay, Ooh. Tommy. Tommy's Tommy with toaster two. Uh, Kate. <laughs> There's booing. There's jeering in the studio. Uh, uh, all right, let's go to contestant number two. Hello, Casey. Welcome. 
Oh, hello, guys. How are you going? Good, Casey. I guess we should ask you this question. We didn't ask so Tom. Is that Tracy or Casey? No, this is Casey with Sorry. a K, mate. Yeah, yeah. I just, just, <laughs> just confirming. Is it Tracy or Casey? It's Casey with a K, mate. Just like you said. Right. Okay. So, so well, I'm the one that's wrong. Okay. Well, imagine getting that wrong. You'd I'm be so, an idiot. Well, Stacy, you're getting toaster. No, no. Sorry, Casey, you're getting toaster. You're getting toaster one. Okay. <laughs> Okay, awesome. I've okay. been eating toast all week. Okay. You've been eating toast all week. I don't know if that helps, yep. Jim, but she's been eating toast all week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't think that does help, but anyway, moving on. Okay, going to bring Tom down, going to bring Casey down, going to kill the amusing Jim. It's over you into the uh, the Toast Malone toasting arena as the Toastmaster right. of the show. Are we ready? All right. Well, are you, you I mean, down. are you ready? Hey, I should probably ask everybody. What are you doing? Tom, are you ready? I am ready. Press that button. Okay. <laughs> Casey, <laughs> Casey, are you ready? I am ready, guys. Thank right. you. Okay, here we go, Toastmaster. In three, two, one, toast. Come on, toast one. Come on, toast one. Let's do it. Toast one. Come on. Come on. Number one. Come on. Walk away. Number two never wins. It's always number one. Your teammates will be losing. Come on, number one. I'll bring you down for a sec. There's a bit of smoke there. Yeah. There's a bit of smoke in the Toast yeah. Malone Arena. Yeah, there may be people in this studio who freaked out. Well, we I'll be honest, we've got about 30 people in the studio and they just went dead quiet. Are you guys still here? <laughs> Mate, it was the smoke. Uh, Let's go! Tom, oh, Tom and Casey. Tom and Casey still here. This is the Post Malone, this is the final installment. I can't hear you, Nate. It's absolute madness oh, in here. That. You can smell the toast. Come on, Clue. You can smell. You can smell the toast. No one's popped yet, Nate. You can do it. Come on, We've had no popping. We've had no It's anyone's game still. anyone's game. It is intense. It's down to the wire. The final. I've always run out of music. Doesn't matter, Nate. No one can hear the music. Kill the music. Kill the music. Kill the music. All right, silence. Silence, everybody. Jim, the winner of Toast Malone for the final time is... It's Toaster 2. <laughs> Awesome. I think everyone at work thinks it's a bit weird for yelling now, but I'm killing it. Oh, sorry. Everyone at your work thinks you're weird, do you? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Nate, I want to ask now in 131060, how was the wedding ruined? Could be yours. Could be someone else's. Yeah. Um... So I do love it. We all we all put pressure on ourselves, you know, to make it's it got to be the perfect day. day, and they're so bloody expensive. Believe me, I'm in the process at the moment. Oh, I was about to say, well, you're not, but your partner Meg is in the process at the moment. You're so right. I'll correct myself. My partner Meg is in the process <laughs> of organising a wedding, and you're just you've got secondhand stress. Yeah, I do because I watch her and I go, "You're so stressed. Can I do anything?" And she goes, "No." You put all this time, effort, money into this thing. Mm. Imagine if something goes wrong, mate. Yeah. Oh. You will not hear the end. All, all I've suggested is uh, I want McDonald's at the end for everybody. I love I just, that. I just think that would be fun. And as killer music, yeah, kill as your, your best friend mm. and your best man at your wedding, um, I just want you to know that, you know, if it does go, because yeah, I know you really will sure, in 10 yeah. years. Mm. So if it does go poorly, it's all right. You'll always have the second marriage. So. No, you're so right. The second and then the third one. Yeah. I've got so many things and to by, look forward by to. By the fourth, mate, you will have that. Oh, yeah, so, I'm just worried about your knee standing up there four times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still single. <laughs> Looking to catch the garter. Garter? What do I catch? Garter? Why do you want to catch a... Isn't that, what, isn't that undies or something? Yeah, that's... You know, that's what you catch. Is that why you've been going through her drawers? That's <laughs> <laughs> no, different. Uh, Nathan, a woman has sparked outrage online after ruining her friend's wedding. Oh, that's not good. Uh, the maid of honour decided to use her wedding speech to be honest about her feelings, mm. saying, I had a maid of honour speech ready, but all of it was just a lie. So I decided to scrap my actual maid of honour speech mm. and speak honestly. Never good. Never speak honestly. Never. Guys. One thing Nathan we've and learned. I have never been honest on this show. No, once. I'm not honest to anybody. Don't ever be honest. I, Hide your feelings. I'll be doing a speech at your wedding. Nothing but lies. Yeah. Nothing yeah. but and lies. And that's all I ask you to do. Uh, she continued to say, 
I said that I don't want to lie. I want to be honest, but I'm not happy. I'm not happy that this person she married is the reason our friendship changed. I'm not happy on this day. Oh. The speech was followed by three minutes of silence and judgy looks. Oh. Yeah. What do you even, what do you do when that I just say sit down. Uh, the bride then ignored her for the rest of the day. <laughs> Funny that. Funny that. <laughs> Well, the marriage has changed her anyway. <laughs> I mean, she was never hanging out. She was again. never hanging out again. I love, I mean, I obviously won't be doing this at your wedding because uh, Meg knows she, when she marries Nath, she's mm. also marrying Jimmy. It's a dual wedding. It well, really it's, is. The, the, poor, the poor thing has to buy two rings, which is. Yeah. <laughs> I did ask for engagement golf it, it is the worst. It is the worst part about dating one of us because you do have to date both of us because we do spend that much time together. Oh, I'm about to go on holidays and she has never been more scared that you're going to rock up in her life. Santorini, <laughs> baby! <laughs> Nathan Roy is I live in Peru. I live in, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. uh, we're asking the question 131060, how was the wedding ruined? I mean, Sarah's already called through. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, we got you there. Sarah? Yep. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hey. Hello, Sarah. Sarah. We got you. Hello, got you. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Sorry, Sorry about Sarah. that. <laughs> yeah, um, my wedding was wrong because of the guy that I married. Oh, wow. What happened? Because it's just, he was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that to him at the aisle? Oh, uh, no, probably the next day, but um, are yeah. Still, are you still married to him? Oh, hell no. 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 How long did the wedding no. last for, Sarah? Um, oh, you're in a bit. Ah, you gave it a go. Yeah. Gave it a go, gave but it a go. the wedding was that bad, weren't well, I for lasting a year and a bit like that? Was it an expensive wedding, Sarah? Very. Very. Yeah. Can you always right, get your second one? Yeah, don't worry. And then if that one fails again, as we discussed, there you got the third one. So don't worry about it. Plenty more <laughs> yeah, weddings. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, never again. All right, 131060 straight jump on the phones right now. Uh, what uh, what ruined the wedding? Was it you? Was it somebody else? Was it your wedding? Was it somebody else's wedding? Whatever it is, 131060. was the wrong colour. Oh, my God. Were the serviettes not there on time? 131060. Do they miss out in the little fork for the oysters? <laughs> 131060. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Just ask 131060, how was the wedding? Reading wound. The Reading wound. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, you know, before you said that, my brain was thinking Reading wound. Reading wound. Uh, <laughs> or how was the wedding ruined? Yes, of course. Um, this is after a woman has sparked outrage online after ruining a friend's wedding. Uh, she was a maid of honour, and in a speech, she said, I want to tell the truth. I actually hate the bloke you married, and it changed our friendship. Mm. Um, uh, no surprise here. They're no longer friends. Yeah. Um, Shock me. So we're just trying out there. It could be a person. It could be thinking maybe something went wrong, something wasn't delivered, or maybe. Your partner didn't arrive. Oh, left at the altar. Hello, Vicky. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. How are you? Good. How was the wedding ruined? The re- wedding? Oh, now I said wedding. That's our fault. That is our fault. That's your fault. When was the wedding ruined? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was ruined by the makeup artist who had her baby about a month too early and forgot to tell me that she was unavailable and didn't turn up. Oh, she just didn't rock up, Vic. No, she didn't. Oh, did you get your money back? Uh, I can't even remember, to be honest. <laughs> who who ended up doing the uh, makeup? Do you remember? The hairdresser caught her daughter, got her out of bed, got her down there in her pajamas, pretty much instantly to try and help. But it was pretty late by that stage. We just had to sort of make do. Oh, you went for the natural look, didn't you, Vic? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, beautiful in every way. Mm. Mm, didn't quite ruin the wedding. <laughs> Said it differently again. Hello, Gab. Welcome. Hi, guys. My cousin's wedding was ruined. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, She thought it would be sentimental to have an old family friend who was a priest marry them, but he had severe dementia. (laughs) He actually said the mother of the bride's name and the groom's brother at the ceremony, so he was marrying the wrong people. And towards the end of the night at the reception, he... Somehow was convinced that it was his wedding. He started going around thanking people for coming. Oh. <laughs> Even in a circle of goodbyes, he started following the bride and groom and shaking everyone's oh, hand. Geez. It was um, yeah. one of those moments where if you laugh, like you just can't stop and everyone else is serious. It was horrible. Yeah. So you had a bit too much of the blood of Christ, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, are you the dementia player? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, 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 the blood yeah, across, yeah, mate. The blood across. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah, welcome to the show. How was the Reading, Reading ruined? Yeah, so uh, going back about five years ago now, I was driven into a tree by the limousine driver. What? 
Oh yeah. my god! Are you, are you okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was okay. None of us were injured. Um, but yeah, we went kind of sliding down the limousine, so it was going down into a some somewhat steep driveway, and he didn't take the corner hard enough, and yeah, went straight into a massive tree. So, so we ended up getting carried out of the limousine because we were kind of stuck, obviously, on an angle. Oh. Um, and, yeah, I made it to my wedding, but I was about 45 minutes late. Did you, like, um, did you get to tell your uh, groom-to-be and everyone there? Yeah, yeah. So once the uh, ceremony was over and we kind of had the intermission break, you could still see the limousine stuck, like, down the driveway into a tree. And they actually had to get a crane out to lift the limousine out and, um, yeah, cut down the tree of the I mean, venue. Good, good photo up, though. Did you go yeah, down there? Yeah, it was. It definitely was. <laughs> Quick, girls, let's get it for a selfie. Yeah, we'll get around the smash glass. Limno. <laughs> uh, hello, Jess. How was the Reading wound? Hi. I broke my wedding. Uh, broke my wedding. Oh. I broke my arm on my wedding day. Oh. But, like, at what point? Um, it was in the night, um, before the cake was cut, yeah. I was dancing with my bridesmaid on the D floor and I slipped over on my dress and broke my arm. <laughs> so did you leave? Did you stay? What happened? No, I got my bridesmaids to line me up drinks and I drank them all in a row and I got someone to bandage my arm up and I didn't go to the hospital until after my honeymoon because I didn't want to. <laughs> how, long, how long was that? <laughs> Pardon? Like how long between when you broke your arm and you finally um, got back from the honeymoon? Eight days. Eight, eight days? Good on yeah. you. Good on you. <laughs> Jess, you guys still married? Uh, yes. Yeah. The arm's still broken? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's doing well. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, all right, let's go one more. Uh, Jam, welcome to the show. How was the Reading wound? The wedding was wrong. <laughs> like I said, I went to straight face. <laughs> the, the wedding, it actually wasn't my wedding, to be fair. Uh, uh, I attended my cousin's wedding when I was young, when I was like in between the ages of four and six. Mm. Uh, this, this is after I've been dancing and running like a little kid does weddings all night. When it came to uh, what we had to eat, I cleaned up my plate, went out to run again, and then little did I know, I chucked up in the middle of the dance floor. Oh. <laughs> While people were dancing, by the way, yeah. and then everyone just, it was literally like Moses parting the seas, just everyone split to a side, oh, yeah. and, they, and they had to get the cleaning crew to put the, put the celebrations on hold for 45 minutes just to clean up. And 45 being, minutes? How much, yeah. how much spew was it? Oh, it just as, as much as they fed me, to be honest, you know, it's, it's only fair I give back. <laughs> I just love the image of Moses splitting the dance floor. <laughs> nah, uh, but honestly, the looks that my family and I were getting after that, you know, it's like I could see a couple of invitations just not being handed in mail to us. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Right around the country, the Jimmy and Nate show. We are here to drive you home. And Jim, an Aussie boss uh, of a large tech firm, get this, has revealed a hiring secret that he and other business heads use when looking for the right candidate in an interview. So it's not just questions and, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? He does something specific uh, that helps him decide whether or not this person will get the job or not. I love that. Um, so this is an insight because we've never been bosses. We've never really hired anybody before. No, so... we, we hired producer Grace. And fired her. Fired her. <laughs> hey, Grace. Love you. Love you so much. Uh, he says, so this is what he does. Apparently, this is a little insight. So have a look out there. If, you, you know, if you're going for a job at a tech firm, they might do this. He said when he gives them a tour of the place that they could potentially work, they go via the kitchen and he gets them a coffee and then they proceed into a meeting room. Now, after this, uh, when the candidate finishes the coffee during the interview, he watches to see if they just leave the cup there or if they offer to throw it out or if it's a mug, if they offer to clean it. And he said that this is a true test of whether they have respect for the place they work and if they'll fit into the culture he wants in the workplace. Interesting. Well, it's interesting that's mentioned. I should probably ask Big Boss Sonda to come into the studio because Mm. our our boss has uh, graciously given up her time to work on the show. Um, but I've had some absolute psychopaths as boss, as mm. Nath, and our um, big boss son invited us to her house for dinner. Twice. And part of me, because of, you know, my traumatic childhood and et cetera, et cetera, uh, I was on the defense. I was like, what is she, how is this a test? Whereas what I was is, like, you know, give me more bloody food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was there any test that night? Because we've been to your house multiple times now, but was there? No, I think that, I mean, Nath is the warm, welcoming one, as you know. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think I found it a bit weird that you were like, why? When I was like, would you like to come for dinner? And it was like, why is this happening? And then it's like, so that you can eat and yeah. hang out with me. And I was like, I don't have to pay for it. There's another why. <laughs> That's right. Old tight ass Tuesday over here was, was happy with the free meal. And I will say that I was nervous to have you over. So nervous that I baked a cake for you and then forgot to serve it. Cause yeah. I wanted you to like me. Mm. And then, um, Jimmy gave me feedback on my cooking, which was that was shit. So there's a, there's a lot of missteps from you, if I'm if I'm honest, well, Jimmy. If so, anything, I've not been nothing but truthful with you. Yeah, but that that's that doesn't mean that that's not really hurtful. No, it's, it's, that's what we're true. learning here is lie your way into a job. Yeah, so, <laughs> would you have hired us? A hundred percent, Nath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I'm if I'm honest, and you're a grower. Yeah. Like, as in, I, I love and respect you. I love and respect how smart you are and your integrity and your radio brain. But the, you can be a, a bit prickly <laughs> to start with. Um, and I felt like I had to work really hard to win you over, whereas Nath wanted to like me and bring me into the fold Wait, straight no away. No one needs to work ever for Nath to like hey, them. Hey, yeah. let, me, let me tell you, this is probably a good time to tell him, son. I've been to her house five times this week for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, I don't want to do... more feedback on my cooking. <laughs> But the truth is, Jimmy doesn't want to come to dinner. You want yeah. to come. You, you, you. In fact, you came and wrote a little note on my pad of paper while I was answering phones that said, "I really like you cooking." And I'm yeah. like, "Is he angling for another free well, meal?" If you turned it over, there was a menu that. I... <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. I would hire both of you in a heartbeat. You're committed and passionate, and that's all you can ask for. Last time we were um, coming to your house, Sonda, there was a group chat. There's a few of us that went over to Sonda's house for dinner, Australia. And uh, and she'd sort of already explained what we were having for yeah, dinner, yeah, but yeah. do you want anything else? Because you're just a lovely person. You want to p- please us. And Nathan in the, in the chat wrote, I'd love a ribeye on the bone and, and some chippies or something. Yeah, yeah. So and compound then, butter, I think yeah, I asked and, and then Nat from our fun and games department, who also knows Sonda, goes, Nath, don't do that because Sonda is the type of person who will go and do it. A hundred percent. And Nath goes... I kind of know. That's yeah, why I said I it. Why do you think I asked? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, here's what I want to do now. 131060, Bosses of Australia, jump on the phones right now and give us non-bosses some insight. I want to ask the question, 131060, what's the interview trick you use for hiring? What's the little inside trick that you and all your bosses use out there uh, to hire potential employees, 131060? Can, can I tell you what got me hired here? Yeah. So I was up against a whole bunch of really strong candidates, including people that sort of work for the business at other um, stations. Yeah. And the reason I got the job is because I had to present a PowerPoint and I bothered to say, um, do you guys have a setup where I can show my PowerPoint or will I have to bring my own? And they thought that woman is prepared and self-sufficient. Whereas other people just roll. Yep. Okay. No one to stop. Sonda. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we've already got the job. Hey, that's all. <laughs> Thirty ten sixty. Jump on the phones right now. I'm calling these hiring hees. Hiring hees. Who would you be out of Batman or Robin? Hiring hees. So, is there anything you'd like to ask me? Psych. Thirty ten sixty. Australia. As I said, jump on the phones right now. I want to know. Um, give us non-bosses some little insight. Uh, what's the interview trick you use for hiring? It could be absolutely anything. I'm calling them little hiring hehes. Just little secret things that only you know. This is the Jimmy Nate podcast. Hiring hehehes. Who would you be out of Batman or Robin? Hiring hehehes. So, is there anything you'd like to ask me? Psych. Yeah, the reason we're asking is because a big tech boss has just come out and said one of the things he does to hire potential employees is give them a coffee and see if at the end they either throw the coffee rubbish out or offer to clean the mug. And he said, that's the culture of people that I want in my office. Yeah, I like that. It's, uh, it's a good move. My mm. old man always told me... Uh, if they ask you at the end of an interview, what do you want to ask me? Yeah. Uh, ask them how much they're on. Ask them their salary. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's a good because then if they don't answer, it looks like they're like bit of a bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, my... Also, it's a power move. You're now yeah. like I'm in control. Yeah. This is my meeting now. Uh, my old man's a Sparky, as you know, Big Mickey, and he said one time he went for a job and uh, he was super nervous for a, for a big company, mm. big a big electrical company, and he went into the room and all the lights went off, and he goes. What's going on? He goes, it's your job now to get the lights back on. Oh, actually. <laughs> Not even kidding. So there's a few of them in there. Um, no, he never worked for that company. No. no he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that boss to this day is still sitting in the dark. So. <laughs> uh, Margo, welcome to the show. Hello, Margo. Hi there. Uh, Margo, are you a boss? Yes. Okay. Have you got a little hiring hee-hee? What interview trick do you use? Uh, 
Well, what we do is we give them a piece of paper and we ask them to write their name and address down just to see whether they can actually write. Just to see if they can write? Read and write. I mean, it's a it, it's a pretty good test. Well, I'd, I'd fail, Margot. <laughs> um, it was only earlier. Well, there are, there are a lot of people out there who actually can't read and write and they've got to get by in the world. And often they're very clever, very mechanical, but they actually have never got the gist of reading and writing. And we have got caught where we've employed someone because they're good at what they do, but they can't read or write or write down notes or make a report on what they might have fixed. So, yeah, so just ask them to read and write so it doesn't embarrass them, but you just get the, the gist that, that's what that they can do that. Good on you, Margot. Jeez. Welcome back, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I like to... <laughs> Hello, Dean. Welcome. Good morning, people. Yeah, or good m- afternoon, shall I say? Yeah, good. Right. Whatever you want to say, mate. Morning, somewhere, Dean. Just don't call me late to dinner, Dino. Uh, what's your hiring he he? Um, so basically, when we have an apprentices come in, we ask them, "Can you guys identify a left-handed screwdriver and a right-handed screwdriver?" Yeah. And they're like, "Well, a left-handed screwdriver turns left, and a right-handed screwdriver turns right." And I'm just sitting there like, "Bro, no, the <laughs> screwdrivers turn each way. There is no left-handed screwdriver, there's no right-handed screwdriver. That they is all turn the good. same way." How many people do you reckon you've turned away from getting the uh, the left-handed, right-handed screwdriver thing wrong, Dina? Oh, I, 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 I can't answer. I couldn't even imagine. Like, I can't even count. The amount of people that well, just you can't answer, Dan. You just got to try real hard. <laughs> this is a nice question. Unfortunately, we're not going to hire you for the position Anything's of uh, caller on the show. That was my test. Uh, hello, Fee. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. What trick do you use for hiring? Um, we, I watch their the way they walk. Their sense of urgency. If they walk quite quickly, I think yep. Because I work in retail. Do you ask them to like go out and a walk with you? No, I just watch them walk in. I just oh, imagine. Yeah. Oh, I just imagine. I imagine Fiona walks in and goes, "Quick, catch me!" <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in thirty seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. All right, Nate, get the round of applause ready for the biggest thing, the biggest person. Um, well, not obviously in height. Probably no, she's only nine. She's only nine. Mm. Um, uh, but one of the biggest things that's happened to us in these two weeks of doing winter drive, filling in for Carrie and Tommy, uh, we were talking about Aussie sayings, Aussie phrases, Aussie words, uh, and we were blown away by when uh, young Emma called the show and this happened. What does a snake's hiss mean, Emma? It's like, Emma, I'm going to go for a snake's hiss. I said it at school. I said, can I go for a... And what did your teacher say, Emma? What did your teacher say? My teacher said, beg your pardon, Emma. (laughs) And then you're not going to believe it. Emma's dad, Brad, called the show yesterday, told us that Emma lives in Melbourne. We're in Melbourne. So, Nath, please welcome to the show, Brad and Emma. Uh, Welcome, guys. Emma. And welcome to the show. Emma, have you ever been into a radio studio before? Never. No. And what what did you think when you came in? Was it everything that you thought it might look like or is it worse or better? Much better. It just looks so much fancier than I thought. Can you remind us what you said at school for all those people listening to the show who might have missed it? I said, can I go for a piss? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, Emma, did you, so set the scene for us. Were you in class and you put your hand up and you asked your teacher, can I go for a piss? Or No, so we were sitting down and I just called out, can I go for a piss. Oh, you just, you just yelled it out. No hand up, nothing. No hand up. What, what, did, the, what did the teacher say again? Beg your pardon, Emma. <laughs> but did you, did you need to go for a piss? No, I was just joking so I could get out of class. <laughs> now, now, Brad's here. Uh, Brad, uh, tree apple. Um, uh, is, were you like this as a kid? I would say I was like this, if not maybe a little bit worse to my folks. Okay. okay. So. Now, Brad, we spoke to you yesterday on the show and you said you're actually a little bit upset at Emma because you've been calling radio stations for years and now she's eclipsed you in terms of fame and there's almost been three. <laughs> <She just laughs> <flicked her. laughs> and she's almost got three million views on this video that she did. Is there anything, now that you guys are finally in the same room, is there anything you want to say to your nine-year-old girl? Well, I want her to, to exceed even more than me, so I'm happy okay. for this to happen. Yeah, okay. As long as I get the benefits. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been have you been sharing the video on your, on your show with family I, and friends? I've shared it on Facebook, Instagram, a Snapchat, um, <laughs> nearly anything that I can get my hands on. I, I, I've 
recorded it, replayed it. I've done everything I can. What are, you, yeah. what, what are your family and friends saying about it? Oh, they're all hysterical. They, just, they think it's funny as. <laughs> Emma, how many times do you think you've watched it on TikTok? I just watched it today. Oh, you've only seen it once. Oh, I suppose you did live it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I watched myself a million times. <laughs> and, I, and, I reckon I've watched it about that too. <laughs> and on TikTok, you said I was 10. But you're not 10, are you? No, I was 9. Sorry, that's my mistake. I apologise. Nope. Fired. Sorry. <laughs> now, Emma, you, we were talking Aussie slang. I believe you've, you've got some more words and phrases for us. Benny Rubble equals trouble. Oh, or yeah. Barney oh, Barney Rubble. Barney Rubble. Yeah, Barney Rubble. That's trouble. That's a good one. Love that. Yep. Henny the third equals a turd. <laughs> what, what's that? Henny the third? No, Henry. Oh, Henry. Henry, Henry, Henry the third. Henry. I need to go for a Henry the third. <laughs> Well done, Emma. We're going to give you a massive round of applause. You are phenomenal. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say to Australia, Emma? Everyone's listening. Um, Do you want to say hi to anyone? I'm happy that I beat my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Emma. Thank you so much for coming in, okay? Okay. <laughs> God, she's cute. Oh, absolutely love it. Massive round of applause again. Yeah, for Emma. she's so good. Well um, done, Em. Check out the video on the socials at Jimmy and Ace. But we are now asking the question, 131060, Parents of Australia, give us a call. What did the children say? We'd love to chat to your kids if we can. If not, we'll take it from you. But again, 131060. This is the Jimmy and Ace podcast. Uh, 131060, what did the children say? Do you have the... No, I forgot there was uh, a little thing for that. You just, you talk and explain why we're doing it. Um, yeah, so if you haven't already, um, please head to our Instagram, TikTok, at Jimmy and Aeth. You can see uh, young Emma, mm. uh, who called up last Friday. She was telling us about some Aussie slang that she got from a poppy snakes hiss. We just had her in the studio. Um, you can see all these videos on the on the socials, at Jimmy and Aeth. But now we want to ask, was that good? That was, really good. that was really good patting. What did the children say? So give us a call today. We're waiting for you to say hey. Tell us what did the children say? So good. Thirteen ten sixty. What did the children say? It's probably been my favourite part of the show outside of all those McCafe moments. Yeah. And you're going to hear another one just before the end of the show. But uh, yes. Well, everything is a McCafe moment. You know what yeah. I mean? That is a McCafe moment, moment if you're enjoying a, a smooth Arabica bean coffee from yeah. our friends at McCafe. Anything that's good is a McCafe moment. It's a, oh, you're so right. Uh, Amy, well, we've got a vibe up here. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, well. Maybe kill the music. The music's Hello. Hi, yeah. guys. Hello, Amy. Thank you for bringing the vibe. Uh, what did the children say? So my daughter many years ago learned the Spalding method with, for reading and, and writing, which is all about phonetics. And my sister had brought me a T-shirt back from Phuket. Mm-hmm. And my daughter had learned what PH makes, the sound, F- yeah. as in Philip. Yep. And in front of grandparents and aunts and uncles, turned around and said, Phuket. <laughs> Was I mentioned to the teacher the next day, my teacher and the, her teacher, she was in prep. The teacher just roared with laughter and said, "Oh well, at least she was listening in class, wasn't she?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be good. You can use that later on. You know, when somebody kicks the fuket. Uh, <laughs> uh, Be- uh, let's go to Becky from Queensland. Hello, Becky. Hey, how are you? Good, Becky. What did the children say? So my two daughters, they both got me good. My mm. eldest daughter, at about four years old. We were at the doctor's surgery and she's flicked it out, did the big hair flick and the hand on the hip. And she's looked at me and went, Oh, mum, my hair is so green from the chloroform. Chlorine, Chloe, chlorine. From the chloroform. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's my youngest daughter threw a temper tantrum at the shopping centre because I want that cock. Give me that cock. I want that cock, mum. Sorry, what? What? Who said I that? I want that cock. My youngest daughter, when she was not quite two years old, it was a clock. It took me three oh, weeks to figure out. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh, young Indy. Welcome, Indy. Hello, Indy. Hello. Indy, you there? Indy? Okay. Indy, you got the radio on. It's a bit difficult. We'll try and come back to Indy. Hello, Naomi. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Hi, Naomi. What did the children say? Um, my now 13-year-old was four at the time and starting kinder. And thanks to my awesome partner, when he was introduced to the classroom turtle, he then explained to the kinder teacher what having a turtle's neck poking out means. 
<laughs> yeah, really. Did you get feedback from everybody else when he said that? Oh, no, it was in front of us. Oh, it was in front of us. Only yourself to blame. Uh, thank you, Naomi. Okay, we'll try Indy again. Hello, Indy. Hello. Indy, how old are you? Um, I'm 11. Okay, 11. 11. Is this story about you, Indy? Um, no, it's actually about my brother. About okay. your brother. Okay. How old was your brother? Um, he's two in a bit. Okay, what what happened? Um, we were going for a walk and he saw a man with only one leg in a scooter and he said, oh, it's a mermaid. <laughs> what? It's, it's a mermaid. What did he mean by that, Indy? Um, because only mermaids have one leg and, um, he thought that it was, yeah, just a mermaid with one leg. Did he, did he say this to the person on the scooter? Yeah. And what did the person with one leg on the scooter do? Um, he looked like a little bit surprised, but he started laughing. Well, at least he's, I mean, he saw the funny side of it. Which Under is the sea. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Uh, Nate, a TikToker is going viral after uh, getting out of a date, just having enough. She was mid-date mm. with a bloke and she went, saw something. Went yeah. not for me. And just walked out. And said, uh, faked a family emergency and left. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> Grandma's fallen over. Get me out of here. Why'd you take me to ribs and rumps? <laughs> Grandma's fallen over again. Thank God you're here. Grandma's. Oh, my God. Um, so what happened was she was at the date, having a good time, hanging out with old mate. Uh, she's gone into his bathroom, right? I'm showing you. I'm showing Nathan a photo here, Australia. Uh-huh. Um, there's just a whole bunch of like half Oh, my used- God. Empty uh, shampoo bottles. What's going on? Um, there's like there's like twenty there. I believe there's seventeen. Seventeen. So she's taken a video of it because uh-huh. she's gone. Can I use your bathroom? He goes, "Yep, sure, it's in there." Yeah. She's walked in the bathroom, noticed he has seventeen. Has half he got long, kind of, luscious locks uh, that need a lot of washing? I don't know, but she's gone. That's weird. It's given her the ick. She's had it, and that'll do. And she's done. What she, brand is it? A fancy brand? Uh, Palm Olive, I believe. Oh, Palm Olive's good, man. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no, I like Herbal Essences. Oh, really good. Even I mean, that's, that's top shelf stuff, that is. <laughs> 20, mate, that's a gold mine. I would have put a few in my bag. Now, um, what I want to do on 131068 is ask Australia, why did you stop seeing someone? Mm-hmm. What was the reason? <clears throat> now, I am looking for the more outlandish stuff. I'm sure. not going to lie. If it's uh, smaller, the better. You know what I mean? I really love petty stuff. Yeah, like just, just tie like a tiny little ick or something. A tiny little ick sure. Uh, on the first date, you went, oh, he said a word weird. Mm. He's, um, <laughs> oh, and I'm done. See you, mate. Yeah, he's yeah. like, can I have the croissants? Uh, oh. <laughs> so you got to say croissant. Um, or maybe it was a little bit more complicated. Like we had that lovely lady earlier where her um, uh, she found out her best friend's uh, sister was sleeping with her partner and then her mum tried to hook up with her. Yeah, there's a lot of Sorry, mate. You can't bring that story up and summarise it in ten seconds. So yeah, we're looking for the more the simplest stuff or the more outlandish stuff. Now, what I've done, Nath, is a massive round of applause to our team. Yeah, okay. Um, there's so many wonderfully talented individuals uh, who are also great storytellers. But it just ends up being you and I. We are Jimmy and Nath. We host the show. Mm. And so what I've done today is I reached out to the greater Jimmy and Nath team and I asked them to let us know why did they stop seeing someone. Hey, it's producer Bruce. I stopped seeing someone once because they wouldn't let me call them daddy. I'm Chelsea, one of the digital producers, and I once stopped seeing a guy because he took me on a date to the movies and he brought his own snacks. Like, he didn't even want popcorn, and popcorn is quite literally the only reason I go to the movies, so so it was a huge ick. Shawnee B here. So, uh, when I was, like, 16, 17, I broke up with an ex because she used to wear leopard print leggings all the bloody time, and I hated the things. Anyway, I had to go around to the house to break up with her, and she had my season one Geordie Shaw DVD. So I couldn't do it until I got the DVD back, but she knew something was up, and she hid it from me. Anyway, I broke up with her while she was crying. I said, well, before I go, can I have the Geordie Shaw DVD back? Luckily, I got the DVD. Hello, producer Jared here. Um, I know this is probably really hypocritical, but I once stopped seeing a guy because of the way that he spelled his name. His name was Lucas, and he spelt it L-U-K-A-S. Like, come on, spell it normally, please. I know my name is J-A-R-R-Y-D, but that's obviously the superior way to spell it. So, yeah. Hey guys, digital producer Kira here. I recently discovered that there is, in fact, a wrong way to tie your shoelaces. I was walking with a man, he noticed his shoelaces were untied, and just the way he knelt down and then proceeded to tie his shoelaces was so extremely unattractive that all feelings about him 
just vanished immediately. He became nothing. Hey, it's fun and games department, Nat. Um, I stopped seeing someone because they shaved their chest and legs. Mmm, she likes some hairy. <laughs> The only thing I've realised is we've got an incredibly shallow team. (laughs) The worst part of that that Australia was I've known Nathan obviously for 10 years and one of Nathan's greatest joys in life is bringing his own snacks to the movies. That and shaving my chest. So there are two... So you can't, you can't date Nat or Chelsea. Oh, no, it was weird when I started shaving my chest at Hoyt's the other day. Right, Australia, that's the type of stuff we're looking for. I mean, if you've got even smaller or more outlandish stories, we'd love to hear them. 131060, why did you stop seeing someone? Yeah, why did you stop seeing somebody, guys? This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. Well, Nate, if you just asked 131060, why did you stop seeing someone? Hmm. Uh, we just went through the greater team. Um, some great examples there. I mean, ones that stand out for me is uh, Digital Chelsea. Yeah. Um, she's joined the, the team recently this week. Um <laughs> Not wanting breaking up with someone because he brought his own snacks to the movie theater. Australia, I was with Nath once, and he brought his own cheese book. Not once, I do that all the time. Well, I, I love it. I think it's a great thing. <laughs> no, I would, I would never work with Digital Chelsea, and I've said that too many times. I've actually, there's another one that I broke. I broke up with somebody when I was in school because she stopped catching the same train as me in. <laughs> and I was like, that's when we get that's when we get our quality time together on the train. And she started getting the she started getting a different train line in or missing the time. So I was like, we can't be together if this is what it's yeah, going to be I, like. Yeah, I, I broke up with a girl because she was uh, sleeping with someone else. <laughs> oh yeah, caught a different train. <laughs> <laughs> Very different type of train. <laughs> Still right? No. Uh, hello, Angie from Melton. Welcome to the show, Angie. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, what small reason did you break up with someone for? Um, they were too tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Angie, too tall in general or too tall, like taller than you? Like what was their height? Way taller than me. He was six foot and I'm only like five four. Right, okay. okay. I mean. So as in you, you were getting over standing on your tippy toes to kiss him, Angie, or what? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I actually really was. <laughs> it, was it was, especially when you're drunk. Like, <laughs> How long were you seeing him for? Um, maybe a month is that, and then I got over it. Oh, she saw him every time she looked up, really. <laughs> Paula, welcome to the show. Hello, Paula. Hi, how are you? Good. What small reason did you break up with somebody for? I was on a first date, and they brought me back to their house to cook me dinner, and they popped a pimple oh. and didn't wash their hands. Oh, oh nah, where nah, was nah, the nah. where was the pimple, Paula? It was on their chest. Was was he was it, were they shirtless? Be shirtless cooking as well. Yeah, like this is not shirtless cooking. cooking. Come on, mate, shirtless yeah. cooking's a giant mm. red flag. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what more so Sorry, than popping a did, pimple? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> did he? Did he say like, "Hey, I'm going to take my shirt off"? Or you just walk in the kitchen, shirts off, he's cooking. Yeah, I got yeah. there. His shirt was off. What was he making for dinner? Um, I think he was making some sort of stir fry. I'm not 100 percent sure. I literally just messaged my sister and was like. Call me and tell me that something's happened and I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> family emergency. Get me out of here. Uh, Mark from Rutherford. G'day, Marky. Hey, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, what was the small reason you broke up with somebody for? Oh, it sounds really shallow now, but because um, they always wore Converse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't like Connie's at all, Mark? Nope. Okay. So how long did you see him for, Mark? Uh, probably about a month. And, and, and then you just went, oh, I can't look at these Converse anymore. Did you thought did you thought about like buying them other shoes, Mark? No. <laughs> Row up. He's made, he's made a decision shoes. there. At least get, get a van or a croc. What are you doing? Not uh, a croc, mate. Come on. Oh, mate, I'll break up with you in a minute. Crocs. I'm about to date yeah. executive producer Bruce. He loves her crocs. That's all. Uh, Ava, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, I broke up with someone because I saw their earlobes flap in the wind. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? Like a bird? We were um we were walking down along the beach and it was really windy and I caught a glimpse of his earlobes just flapping back and forth at high speeds. <laughs> how fast are we talking, Ava? How fast are the earlobes going? Pretty fast. Yeah. How long how long were you seeing this person for, Ava? Uh, about about a month and a half. Okay. Did you, did he, were, were, were their earlobes bigger than usual or was it just the fact they were flappy? It was just the fact that they were flapping. I 
I don't know. It was just weird to me. I didn't like it. Did you say it to <laughs> Did you say it to them over? I didn't. I told him that um I just wasn't ready for a relationship and I never spoke to him again. <laughs> I will never lobe again. Uh, hello, Jade. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. What's the small reason you broke up with somebody? Do you know when you go to a store and you buy photo frames and they have stock images in them, random <laughs> families? I broke yeah. up with them because they were all around his house and he just never updated them. And I'm just like, it's weird. With the stock, the stock images? Yeah, just like happy families, vacation so, photos. In, I don't know. In his house, he just had random the the stock image picture frames around his house. Yeah, it was just like he bought them, unwrapped them, and just placed them, and never updated them. And did I'm just Jade, like, was did you, he? Did you say anything, Jade? Did you ask him about it? I was kind of like, oh, you got to put photos in that, and it was just like a shrug, like it was like. Was he claiming that he knew these people, or like was he going, no. "There's mum and there's mum and dad in Hawaii"? No, I mean they were all different races and stuff. I mean he couldn't really claim it, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just. Jade, odd. What, how know. did how did you break up with him? What did you say? Um, we're kind of seeing each other, and I was just like, oh, I'm really busy, like all the time, and. That was just fizzled out, I guess. The Jimmy and Nath podcast. It's only the good stuff. For winter, Carrie and Tommy, they are back on Monday afternoon. Now, Jim, before I play the little quit and time sound effect, I want to do you something special. It, mate. Oh, no, sorry. Before that person comes yeah, in, what I, what I was Our hoping. Boss does yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, I've got to say this quickly because I don't know when the quit and time sound effect is going to happen. Anytime. We've brought the entire Jimmy and Nath and Knights team in here. So I've got uh, Fun and Games Nats in here, executive producer Bruiser. Hey, hey, don't say Knights. They all work for us. Shawnee <laughs> knows his place. Shawnee B knows he works for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean, I've got a video for you, mate. You were happy to edit that after the show. Thanks, mate. (laughs) mate. Speaking of digital, uh, Digital Kira is in here. Audio Bones, of course, is in here. And, of course, they're all going to be the... Oh, oh God. Oh, no. (laughs) Quitting time! Yeah, really well rehearsed, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Could be... Be a musical now. Look, Nathan, um, we're actually going to go through the entire team. Yeah. Uh, so, team, I want you to start thinking. I want a show rating out of ten for the entire two weeks, and then a reason why. But before we go to the greater team, Nathan, we do need a, a representative from Australia. Yeah, of course, somebody. It doesn't matter how much of the show you have heard, but please welcome to rate the show out of ten, Ava. Ava, welcome. We got you there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now, Ava, how much of the show have you heard uh, the Savo? Uh, I think all of it. I think I've just been driving around all day listening to it for no reason. How's it for no I, reason? I, love right. that. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Dri- driving, driving around. Driving around. Now, okay. I, I do want to say thank you because uh, earlier in the show we asked 131060, why did you stop seeing someone? And uh, not often do I know when someone calls up if a video is going to be, you know, uh, go well on the social. Sure. But I know when I upload your uh, <laughs> your reason to TikTok, <laughs> it's going to do very well because you broke up with someone because their earlobes flapped in the wind. Yeah, look, it really turns me off. I was laughing too fast, the ears were too big, and I just thought, listen, I've, I've got to end it right here, right now. Anyone who dates Ava, you've got to meet her at the snow while you're wearing earmuffs. That's the only yeah. time. <laughs> just wear headphones. Put a beanie on. Yeah, actually, she's into radio people because we've got headphones on over the years. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ava, what do, you, what do you want to give the show out of 10? Uh, listen, boys, I reckon I'll give you a 9.5. Oh, hey, that's a good one to finish on, Ava. Can I ask any way we can just, you know, get that up to a 10? What, how can we improve? Oh, I'm just waiting for um, my offer to come onto the radio with you. Then I'll um, make it a 10. All right, well, if, uh, who should we fire for you to come in, Ava? Oh, listen, it's not up to me. All right, Shawnee B, you're done, mate. So you know, I'm on half you, idiot. <laughs> no, we, should, we should go to Shawnee B first. Uh, he's a close personal friend of ours, and we are eating into his shift, so we do apologise, Shawnee. But um, you know us quite well. Um, the past two weeks, how do you think we've gone? Give us a rating uh, out of ten. The whole two weeks? I'm going to yep. say one, because that little stunt you pulled with my mum. <laughs> Yeah, there you you, go. I mean, you've got to get the Jimmy Nair podcast, guys, because we stitched up Shawnee B a little bit and we surprised him with his mum. And Shawnee B's mum confessed her love uh, no, for Jimmy No, Nair. they implied they were sleeping with my mum. <laughs> that's what actually happened.
Okay? So Mate, you have a one for that. That didn't we, happen. It would have been a 10. Shawnee, we didn't imply anything. We confessed to you because you're a friend of ours and we were trying to be open and honest and you've... Uh. Jimmy, I'm going to be seeing Sue later, okay? I'm going to tell her exactly what you're Hey, hey no, that's good, mate. Graham hasn't satisfied her for years. My dad, so... Hey, Graham's joining you. They just said the third one in the relationship. All right, digital Kira, I mean, you've been looking at the videos the entire time. You've seen behind the scenes. You've seen on the scenes. What do you want to give the show out of 10? For the whole two weeks. For the yeah. entire two weeks. <sighs> I reckon you can have a 9.72. Okay, that's pretty good. Anyway, we can pick up that yeah, last that's... two point. Yeah, come back. Three? I miss you. Oh, oh that's nice. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, up, producer Dad. Jared, you get to go next. <laughs> <laughs> For two, the last two weeks, I'd give you guys probably an eight out of ten. You guys are good, but not as good as the show that's on next. Oh, oh good answer, Jared. <laughs> that's the nicest thing you said to me. I tell you what, the one thing I love about producer Jared is he knows where his bread is buttered. Yeah. And he knows who to suck up to. So, yeah, yeah well done, mate. Yeah. Because I know how you really feel about Sean. You've no. texted me and you've really <laughs> let me know. <laughs> producer oh. Jared, we know you're angling for a menu log voucher. That's what you see what's for Sean. Look, I, I'm going to give this guy a round of applause as we bring him for a show rating because he's absolutely been the MVP. Audio Bones. Audio Bones, you have been phenomenal. I mean, this is the guy that makes everything you hear, guys, aside from our stupid voices, but all the packages, all the beautiful intros and openers, the whiz-bang stuff, that is all Audio right. Bones. Look, no offence to the rest of the team, but there always is one MVP, the yeah. most valuable player, and uh, Audio Bones, it has been you for the past two weeks. Thanks, guys. I, I actually don't know what to say. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, Brooke, you're... <laughs> <laughs> actually, Audio Bones has got a package for his rating. Uh, let's... <laughs> yeah, it's a 10-minute package. What do you want to give us, Bones? What, what, you I, know what, a... what have you enjoyed? Don't give us a rating. You've been much of a part of it as, as Nathan and I. What, what have you enjoyed? What's been your highlight? Uh, my highlight, to be honest, has just been like seeing you guys go in every day and put on an amazing show Probably better than some shows in this company. Um, <laughs> I just just working with everyone here, you boys, the team here, the team in Melbourne, like everyone. I think we've all gained so much love and care for each other, which has just been amazing as well. Oh, I've also enjoyed, and and sorry for everyone out there because you will never get to hear this stuff. But when Jimmy and Nave go out and record this stuff, there's hours of audio. <laughs> And they talk to me in this audio, and there's stuff that I can't air, but just like to let you guys know, I appreciate it, and I enjoy listening to the off-air bits that will never make it. So essentially, Audio Bones just told us that he could get us fired at any point. Yeah, yeah so it's a nice archive called Blackmail. Um, uh, fun and games department, Natty, of, uh, I mean, another person who deserves a huge round of applause, because she's the one who has organised all this stuff. And put up with a lot of rubbish from us for, for two entire weeks. What do you reckon, Natty? Um, I reckon 10 out of 10 because oh. I organised the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair. fair enough. Nat's uh, going to be hungover tomorrow. Trust me, Australia. Yeah. Yes, I will. She's got that yes, look in her eye and she's... <laughs> If you are a Pinot, watch out. <laughs> oh, mate, it's a bad afternoon to be a red wine, let me tell you. Uh, all right, the big dog now, executive producer Bruiser. Thoughts, mate? You've been with us for the last two weeks on the road. Can you stand the side of us anymore? Honestly, absolutely fantastic job. I'm going to give you a nine and three eighths. Nine and three eighths. Jesus, a lot of massive, Jim. There and Kira, mate. Just throw up. <laughs> Give us a real number, all right? <laughs> Nine and three eights. Okay. What, any any reason for that? Or? Well, everything was amazing until yesterday. I was a bit shocked and confused at why he didn't enjoy my Shrek impersonation. Can I tell a quick... I can tell you exactly why. Can I tell a quick story to the whole team? Mm. We, when, we, when we first got to Perth, we were staying in this lovely place. And we're two days in, right? We're two days into staying there. And we're just all hanging out downstairs waiting for an Uber to take us to the radio station in Perth. And Brooke just looks at us all and she goes, guys, I just found the bathroom. <laughs> and we go, what do you mean? And she goes, well, I didn't know where the bathroom I thought maybe my yeah. room didn't have a toilet. Yeah, and so we all got around and we go, oh, my God, Bruce found the bathroom. That's a McCafe moment. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff.